You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning and welcome to Morning Breath. Morning Breath's a drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. We take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word on our own, and then I and my co-host come down to the studio here we have at the Merritt Island Campus East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air and then we talk about where God kind of points us to in it. I'm not sure exactly. I know one thing I'm going to say. Uh, Christian's probably got a couple of parts that stood out to him, and we're going to get into it. How are you doing today, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be here, and awesome. it's amazing to think about it. It's June 22nd. I mean, the summer is just moving along so fast, wow. and it's like, wow. Yeah. You know, summer camp will be here. Kids will be going back into school. All of that stuff is feels like the year's flying by. Yeah, and I am actually going to be taking off the month of July and August. Oh, wow. So, whew, I got like one more week of yeah, morning ready. breath, and then you guys are going to have to run this thing. Yep. But these guys do a great job, so we're excited about we'll that. We'll try. Nick, we'll try. Nick, Nick, Nick will keep an eye on you, yeah. right, Nick? Yeah. Say yeah. something, Nick. Yeah, I'll You're keep doing? an eye on okay, Nick good. at night. Yeah. Nick at night. <laughs> anyway, so uh, tell folks how to get involved in morning breath. Absolutely. Easiest way is through our East Coast app. You can find it on the Google or the Apple Play Store. And or the Google Play Store, or the Apple Market, and you can go in there and just type in East Coast app, or you can go to our website, eccc.us, and you can go in there for info, events, past sermons, or morning breath episodes. You can also follow us on social, on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we'd be honored to either email or mail out morning breath devotion guide or anything that you ever want to know about East Coast. That'd be great. We'd love to do it. Yeah. We got a couple of events coming up. One yeah. of them is like super duper. It's awesome. Uh, well, they're both super duper they because are. they're they're two pretty big events at East yeah. Coast. Yeah, we're reaching the community, making a difference. So the yeah. first one being our bikeathon for summer camp is coming up June 26th. This is our final fundraiser. Yeah. So the pricing for camp did go up from 395 to 495. So this is a great chance to raise some money, get your students involved. Camp is coming up July 12th through 16th, and our numbers are incredible. Like it is amazing. I don't want to. Sp- Billing beans, but you know well, it's, it's I, looking I to be historic. Things, well, they were they were really motivated because it's a pretty big jump, three ninety five to four ninety five. Yeah, and really the only reason it's that much is because we've offset the price. Oh yeah, we do that every year as a every church. Year. We're actually paying some of every student going every person because it's a uh, it's just a it's an expense. It's a great camp. Yeah. It's a tremendous facility. Yeah. All of those the things, busing, we the food, have, the yeah, lodging, we all have of to it. buy all that. We have to spend the money on yeah. all that. This is not a, a, a money maker. This no, is a, no we means. invest yeah. in every student to get them there. But uh, so you know, three. If I had a choice between three ninety five and four ninety five, you know which one I'd take. A little better. I'd take three ninety five. Yeah. So we yeah. had a good group of them join up in the beginning. They absolutely <laughs> did, and <laughs> it's going to be a great camp. So if you have a student out there, or you know someone who does. Send them to the website or to our app. It's, yeah. it's an amazing experience. It's truly a life-changing experience for these teenagers. Yeah, pay a student's way, too. I know that's yeah. a big deal. For some of you, that's that wouldn't be possible, but for some of you, it would. You know, how many of you out there, God would move on your heart to say, hey, we should pay for a student to go. I yeah. want to I want a part. I mean, I've heard a lot about this camp, you know, if you're like me and you know, you're in your 60s. It's like, I've heard a lot about this camp, but and you probably haven't gone. Like, I, I've been yeah. probably 15 or 20 times. Yeah. But uh, you, you'd say, how could I be a part of that? Well, you could mm-hmm. send somebody, and that'd be powerful. Yeah. And so if that's speaking to somebody's heart, do it. 
because that's part of what we do too. We some kids we need to sponsor. We do. We need a sponsor for them. They're in a situation where financially it's tough, and these yeah. kids are going to believe God. Yeah. Remember a kid who had what was it two rolls of pennies? Yeah. Last year and said, "This is all I got." Yeah. And he said, uh, "We'll sell it." Yeah. Put and it in. put it in, and we'll see what God does. And before the night was over. All the kids that were at the youth event yeah. reached in their pockets and took out money yeah. and gave this kid money. And before the night was over, he had his $400 it's crazy. to pay for camp. This stuff will blow their kids' crazy? minds. Yeah, yeah and now, such an impact. Now God's live. God's real, too. Yeah. It's cool. It anyway, is cool. There you have it. Yeah, another big event coming up is the Global Leadership Summit. And this is pretty far out, but we say it because we want you to plan. It's going to be on August 5th and 6th. But because that's a Thursday and Friday, a weekday event, we want to give you advance notice so you can schedule yeah. to be off. And this is truly for, I say everyone's a leader, but we're targeting our business community and leaders in that area. So invite someone, get them there. This is another thing that we offset the cost, Huge. but there's an early bird cost of $49 that if you sign That's up before July 13th, $150. <laughs> yeah. And so we so offset. So we're offsetting it a little bit. Big See time. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and if you sign up before July 13th, then you get a discount. Then it's going to go to 80. So go ahead and be motivated, be proactive, get it on your calendar yeah. and be here. It's it's a world-class event, and we are yeah. telecasting, just to clarify. We're not going to have these people here, but some of the greatest leadership experts in the world will be doing this two-day teaching, and it is amazing. And they're believers, but from every walk of life. Yeah. You know, some of them run in some of the biggest companies. And- oh, yeah. Advising some of the yeah. biggest companies as biggest well name, as biggest authors church and, and yep. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool event. It is. Yeah. So we uh, invite you to come to that. So let's get into it. Yeah. We got a pretty long chapter. We today do. Fifty-two verses. Fifty-two. So that means twenty-six is half. No Dead Sea Scrolls this time. This is just straight fifty-two. <laughs> straight fifty-two, yeah. brother. Yeah, so I'll read the first 26. You read the Perfect. next 26. I love that. We're on the same page. What 27. translation? I'm going to do the New Living Translation. I'm going to do King James. Yeah, that's good. Let's new, do it. New for you. All right, I'm going to say it to you. Read, sir. Now it happened one day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he did not tell his father. And Saul was sitting in the outskirts of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree, which was in Migron. The people who were with him were about 600 men. Ahijah, the son of Ahatab, Ichabog's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the, son, uh, the Lord's priest in Shiloh, was wearing an ephod, but the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. Between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock, on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of one was Bozes, and the name of the other was Shanae. The front of one faced northward opposite Mishmash, and the other one southward opposite Gibeah. Then Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. So his armor bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Go then. Here I am with you, according to your heart. Then Jonathan said, Very well, let us cross over to these men, and we will show ourselves to them. If they say thus to us, wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and not go up to them. But if they say thus, come up to us, then we will go up. For the Lord has delivered them into our hand, and this will be a sign to us. So both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, look, 
The Hebrews are coming out of their holes where they have hidden. Then the men of the garrison called to Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come on up to us, and we will show you something. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up on his hands and knees with his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan. And as he came after him, his armor bearer killed them. That first slaughter, which Jonathan as an armor bearer made, was about 20 men within about half an acre of land. There was, excuse me, and there was trembling in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and the raiders also trembled, and the earth quaked, so that it was a very great trembling. Now the watchman of Saul in Gibeah of Benjamin looked there was a multitude melting away, and they went here and there. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, Now call the roll and see who's gone from us. And when they called the roll, surprisingly, Jonathan and his armor bearer were not there. And Saul said to Ahijah, Bring the ark of God here. For at that time, the ark of God was with the children of Israel. Now it happened while Saul talked to the priest that the noise which was in the camp of the Philistines continued to increase. So Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. Then Saul said all the people who were with him assembled. Then Excuse me. Then Saul and all the people who were with him assembled, and they went to the battle. Indeed, every man's sword was against his neighbor, and there was very great confusion. Moreover, the Hebrews who were with the Philistines before that time, who went up with them into the camp from the surrounding country, they also joined the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel who had hidden in the mountains of Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, they also followed hard after them into battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle shifted to Beth-Avon. And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had placed the people under an oath, saying, Cursed is a man who eats any food until evening, before I have taken vengeance on my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. Now all the people of the land came to a forest, and there was honey on the ground. And, the, and when the people had come into the woods, there was this honey dripping, but no one put his hand to his mouth for the oath for the people feared the oath. Verse 27, But Jonathan had not heard his father's command, and he dipped the end of his stick into a piece of honeycomb and ate the honey. After he had eaten it, he felt refreshed. But one of the men saw him and said, Your father made the army take a strict oath that anyone who eats food today would be cursed. That is why everyone is weary and faint. My father's made trouble for us all, Jonathan exclaimed. A command like that only hurts us. See how refreshed I am now that I have eaten this little bit of honey? If the man had been allowed to eat freely from the food they found among the enemies, think about how many more Philistines we could have killed. They chased and killed the Philistines all day from Mishmash to Elijah, growing more and more faint. That evening, they rushed for battle, plundering, plunder and butchering the sheep, goats, cattle, and calves, but they ate them without draining the blood. Someone reported to Saul, Look, the men are sinning against the Lord by eating meat that still has blood in it. That is very wrong, Saul said. Find a large stone (laughs) and roll it over here. Then go out among the troops and tell them, Bring the cattle, sheep, goats here for me. Kill them here. Drain the blood before you eat them. Do not sin against the Lord by eating meat with blood in it. So that night, all the troops brought their animals and slaughtered them there. Then Saul built an altar to the Lord. It was first of the altars he built to the Lord. 
Then Saul said, let's chase the Philistines all night and plunder them until sunrise. Let's destroy every last one of them. His men replied, we'll do whatever you think is best. But the priest said, let's ask God first. So Saul asked God, should we go after the Philistines? Will you help us defeat them? But God made no reply that day. Then Saul said to the leaders, something's wrong. I want all my army commanders to come here. We must find out what sin was committed today. I vow by the name of the Lord who restored Israel that the sinner will surely die, even if it's my own son, Jonathan. But no one would tell him what the trouble was. Then Saul said, Jonathan and I will stand over here and all of you stand over there. And the people responded to Saul, whatever you think is best. Then Saul prayed, O Lord, God of Israel, please show us who is guilty and who is innocent. Then they cast sacred lots, and Jonathan and Saul were chosen as the guilty ones, and the people were declared innocent. Then Saul said, Now cast lots again and choose between me and Jonathan. And Jonathan was shown to be the guilty one. Tell me what you have done, Saul commanded of Jonathan. I tasted a little honey, Jonathan admitted. It was only a little bit on the end of my stick. Does that deserve death? Yes, Jonathan, Saul said, you must die. May God strike me and even kill me if you do not die for this. But the people broke in and said to Saul, Jonathan has won this great victory for Israel. Should he die? Far from it. As surely as the Lord lives, not one hair on his head will be touched, for God helped him to do a great deed today. So the people rescued Jonathan, and he was not put to death. Then Saul called back the army from chasing the Philistines, and the Philistines returned home. Now when Saul had secured his grasp on Israel's throne, he fought against his enemies in every direction, against Moab, Ammon, Edom, the king of Zobab, and the Philistines. And wherever he returned, he was victorious. He performed great deeds and conquered the Amalekites, saving Israel from all those who had plundered them. Saul's sons included Jonathan, Amishabeth, Amishabeth, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And, yep. And Melchizedek. He also had two daughters, Merib, who was older, and Michael. Saul's wife was Anahiahim and the daughter of Ahemes. <laughs> the commander of Saul's Whoa. army was Abner, the son of Saul's uncle Ner. Saul's father, Kish, and Abner's father, Ner, were both sons of Abiel. The Israelites fought constantly with the Philistines throughout Saul's lifetime. So whenever Saul observed a young man who was brave and strong, he drafted him into his army. Ah, uh, man. man. Well, what it's a, a long great read. chapter. Yeah, it's a, it's a great chapter. There's some awesome leadership stuff, but man, some fun names. Yeah. Forgive I, me, radio listener. No, no, I get it. Like, Mishmash. What a yeah, name. I, it was a great name. Yeah, it's like Mishmash. It's like, come are on. you pulling my leg over hey, here? Hey, little Mishmash, come on <laughs> over here. We just call him M&M for short. That's Nick's so. new nickname, Mishmash. Mishmash. Maybe we should. Maybe that should be. Yeah. It's because he's wearing that pink tutu. Yeah. But anyway, um, one of the things that stood out to me in this yeah. was... Uh, there were there were people that had gone over to the other side and yeah. were fighting with the Philistines, yeah. Israelites. That was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And then there were people who were hiding. Yeah, uh, they're fear, fearful. They're up in the yep. up in the caves and that. And um, I can't relate the, of course, the people that have, you know, traitors. Because yeah. I mean, but they turned and came back. But the part of people being fearful or disconnected yep. from from Israel. I really felt like uh, the Lord just spoke to me and said, somewhere in there, 
I believe God is speaking to people to give mm-hmm. a, go back to church. Yeah. Whatever church you you had oh, been going yeah. to before COVID. Yeah. You know, or whatever the situation is in, was in your life, and yeah. you just kind of you've kind of pulled back, and you and you're out of the sort of out of the flow. Yeah. I felt like when I read this, it was it was a bit of a call. Yeah. Call back to people. That's good. Get back in. Get back. Get back to where you belong. That sounds um, like a song. Yeah, Beatles actually. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, is it get back or is yeah. it come back? Yeah. yeah. No, back. come back, yeah. come back, come yeah. back to where you won't be long. There you go. Anyway, so. Uh, get back, JoJo. Get back, JoJo. Well, get back to church, JoJo. Is come what, on. What I feel, I just felt like the Lord said that he was going to use that to urge a couple people. Yeah. A few people back into into church. So yeah. that part stood out to me because of that. Yeah. Because I know what church has done for me. I did a message called Unshakable Church. Oh, man. Recently. And, uh. I, I look at the effect of church. I can see it on Pastor Christian. You know, uh, oh, yeah. I know from whence he came. Absolutely. And, and we're not saying that church is bigger than Jesus. It's not. No. Jesus is the one who did the change, but yeah. God used church in he my used life. It. Oh, yeah. In our, our generations ways. to come. Huge like, ways. My kids' lives. Mine, and, too. Yeah. My kids got yeah. met their spouses at church, got oh, yeah. married in church. Yeah. You know, Nick met. A beautiful bride yeah. in church, thank God. Yeah. I don't know how how in the world, man. He married up. Yeah. But no, you know. It's, Good job, bro. It, but where'd that happen? Oh, it was Jesus orchestrating it. Yeah. But it was Jesus orchestrating it in his church, and and we're in that age. That's the age we're living in. If you don't like the church, that's your problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do. I love the church because Jesus, that's the bride of Christ. Yep. And so I'm believing for, and I have great hope for the church because I believe Jesus said, I will build my church mm-hmm. and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So I want to be part of something Jesus is working on. That's good. And so anyway, that just stood out to me. That's good. I was talking to a friend this week that's just coming back to church really since last March. And it was a big deal for them is that they described it, their words, as kind of like coming out of the cave. And it was actually a morning breath episode that encouraged them a lot in that. I can't remember specifically, but there was something that Pastor Jessica had shared with Pastor Matt on a Monday. And it really just been like, come on back. Like, it was something that they're like, yes, I need to. And once they came back, they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize how much I needed this. Like, the people, and you just, you get in there. And so... It can happen. Um, something that stuck out to me, and I love this. I often think about it talking about with Elijah, not with Jonathan, but in verse 27, it says, but then Jonathan had not heard his father's command. Yeah. He dipped the end of the stick in the piece of honeycomb and ate. After he had eaten, he felt refreshed. Yeah. And I think about this story with Elijah when he just, he got away and he was weary. He was to the point of suicide. Right. And literally God just said, hey, take a nap. And eat a little good meal. Yeah. And you're gonna wake up and Nap, you're gonna feel naps better. Are holy. They are so holy. I I'm all about it. Like I, I probably have three hundred naps more a year than my wife does. No, like I'm it. a big nap guy. Yeah. But eat a good meal. And I felt that before is we just came back from a vacation and I could tell leading up to it, it was like I just needed to get away, get a little nap eat a little refreshing meal and just get refreshed some. And you may not be in a position financially that you could do some big getaway. I I have a lot of friends that have just done little staycations, but turn off your brain, turn off the to-dos, the task, and just allow yeah, God to refresh you instead of just burning it at both ends. Like yeah. that is a word for someone today because I certainly needed it last week. I receive it. I, you in. know, it's part of the reason why I'm going to be taking two months off. Yeah. 
Uh, one one week we're going to be at a retreat center. Yeah. That ministers to pastors and their wives. Yeah. I I have not been on a sabbatical and. Probably close to ten years. It's too long. And uh, it's just about the, nine years yeah, too long. Yeah, about nine years too long. <laughs> and so I, you know, I I used to take a month off almost every summer. Yeah. And I just stopped because of circumstances, and I let, you know, I let life kind of yeah. determine for me what I should do, rather than the Lord determine for me what I should do. And uh, anyway, so I'm I need that time, Come and on. I know I've been running for a long time, and it really helps to have those breaks. And uh, mine says, and his countenance was brightened. Yeah, oh, that's you know, cool. I, I like that. I like that. You can too. see that on people when yeah, their countenance oh, yeah, is yeah. brightened. It's something different about someone. They get energized by it. You yeah. Know, even for me, uh, last weekend, weekend before last, I went to uh, North Carolina to minister at a church with a yeah. good friend, someone I've known, you know, for years, uh, six years or so. I've been, you know, in a in a great great relationship with this pastor there. And it was just refreshing. Oh yeah, you know, it was just uh, even with you pouring out, it refreshed oh, you. Oh yeah, it was so and refreshing. that's what's cool how that God yeah. can do that. But oh, when you yeah. do it, when you got a good meal and oh, a good yeah. night's sleep, and they fed and, me. Yeah, they gave me a nice place to sleep. It worked they, great. I, I was at an Airbnb off farm. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. That's cool. I was on a farm that had a blacksmith sh- black blacksmith shop. Blacksmith shop. That is cool. It was cool. About a yeah. hundred about a hundred year old farm. Yeah, yeah. And be mindful of stupid man made rules here. I mean, all of these things Ooh. were Saul's rules. Ooh. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that. He didn't hear from the Lord. You know what I wrote up ne- next to verse 24? Tell me. Control freak. Yeah. Absolute control freak. Yeah, he's a control freak. Yeah, I have I'd to be the really one to do this. I've never thought about that before yeah. with Saul. Well, you I... laughed out loud when I was reading. I didn't know if it was that or something I said. <laughs> it was but... just the way the, the wording of the it was. NLT, yeah, yeah, made it fun. Yeah. But so much control here. And guess what? He saw God and he... God didn't respond because of him getting in there and really mm-hmm. mucking this thing up as he had really gotten his own hand in it and stopped listening to God. And they're yeah. like, hey, can we pray and ask God about this? Yeah. It's like, we're going to do it my way. Yeah. My way or the highway. And that was dangerous. Yeah. And, and you know, this keeps coming out in Saul's life until ultimately, I mean, just in the last chapter, he yeah. got in trouble. Oh, yeah. You know, he does a sacrifice in yep. 13 that he shouldn't have done. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, it gets worse. Yeah. He ends up sparing King Agag and, yeah. you know, da da All through insecurity, yeah. really. Fear All of man. Fear of man. And, and you find that everything he does is to please people, but but he's got this other weird side. Yeah. Like, he wants to look holy. Yeah. He wants to look spiritual. Yeah. So he calls this fast. But here's what I know about God. One, Jonathan got the victory without fasting. Yeah. And, he, and eating, yeah. you know, and, and uh, without the ark even. Yeah. And so he brought the ark with him, or at least the ephod, linen yeah. ephod. You just probably said ephod. Ephod, yeah. Yeah, and he brought those with him. He wanted to look spiritual. I see the clock. He wanted to look spiritual, and that was, uh, you know, really where he was at. Yeah. Again, all show. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. 
Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey everybody, you know, one of the things that stood out to me in this chapter is how they communicated with the Lord. You know, they were using, uh, it, it probably wasn't the Ark of God, it was probably the linen ephod. And on the linen ephod, which was an outer garment the priests wore, it was almost like a like it went over their head and in the front and the back mm-hmm. um, with nothing on the sides under their arms. And it had stones on it. And uh, the two stones, one on each shoulder, I believe were called the Urim and the Thurim. And uh, that's how they determined... You know, it, which which is it, God? Should we or should we not? Yeah. They would cast lots. I don't know if they took these stones off and threw them down, and the one that landed face up was the one. Yeah. I don't know how it worked. Yeah. I, do you know anything I about, don't. No. about that? I don't know either. But casting lots was a big deal yeah, all the way up, lots, yeah. all the way up to the first chapter of the book of Acts, 
we see when they're trying to replace Judas, yeah. they actually cast lots. And, yeah. and they're in this method that the Old Testament used for trying to understand the will of God or know what was the right thing, what God was saying. Mm-hmm. I, just want to th- I just wanted to thank God today that that's, we're, not, we're not, you know, I was that way before I got saved. If yeah. I, if I saw enough owls on the wire going yeah. to work, yeah. then I knew it was going to be a good day. And yeah. My girlfriend would like me and all that you all know, of stupid superstitious stuff. things. That, yeah. But now I don't, I don't live that way. I don't, yeah. My life's not determined by what's on the outside. Yeah. It's determined by who's on the inside. Yeah. And God speaks to us by his spirit yeah. and reminds us of all And by the said. word, just as yeah. a plumb line and everything. Yeah, it reminds yeah. us about, of what Christ said. So, yeah, yeah good stuff. Hey, we're going to see you. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be in chapter 15. Is that right? Yeah. Ticking right along. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.